The first dragon was well aware of the noise outside the sunny room. The murmur of voices, both masculine and feminine, wafted up to him from what he knew was a stone-set patio below. But here, on the second floor, in the small room with cheerful yellow paper patterned with turtles and reeds, the noise was muted, even though the window allowed in a soft summer breeze. He moved past a lacquered dresser and a small bookcase bearing a carousel lamp and a telephone to the crib that sat near a window. Do you hear them, little one? The dragonkin like to talk. The first dragon told the baby, lying in its crib, its arms and legs moving to a rhythm that only the baby could hear. He leaned forward, smiling at the latest of his descendants. It was always so. We are very passionate beings, and we share our feelings. Ah, you are a girl, I see. I am your ancestor. Your family calls me the first dragon, for that is what I am. All dragons who ever were, and all who ever will be, are descended from me. You are part of a great heritage, child, one that most mortal beings know nothing about. The baby blinked at him. He considered her for a moment. He had a policy of telling new dragons just what traits he saw in them during his welcome visit. You will not be blessed with the grace of your sister, but you will captivate males nonetheless. They will be charmed by your unique ability to see through illusion and your fearless nature. The baby gurgled up a spit bubble, her tight little fists waving about in a manner he found amusing. He touched a spot on her forehead, murmuring, Blessings, child of the green dragons, before giving into temptation and stroking her tiny pink fingers. Immediately, she gripped his finger, delighting him with her chuckle of pleasure. You are a little warrior, are you not? He told her, oddly reluctant to leave this, the latest dragon to be born. You possess your mother's courage and your father's intelligence. You will be a formidable enemy and a stalwart ally, a very perceptive one. The baby continued making gurgly chuckles, her fingers still holding onto the tip of his, her legs kicking out in that particular swimming motion that babies had. She had managed to remove the light covering laid over her, but given the warmth of the day, he was loath to put it on her again. He grimaced when she pulled his finger over to her mouth and began gumming it, the wet saliva bubbles clinging to his skin. I must leave you, little one, he told her firmly. I visit all newly born dragons, but I do not remain for them to chew upon me. I have many things of importance to do. I am the first dragon. The baby continued to mash his finger between her tiny, slobbery gums, unimpressed with his statement. Indeed, he had the feeling she was unimpressed with him altogether. Oh, very well. But only for another minute, as you are so determined, he said, resigning himself to having a wet finger. I will admit this has been a pleasant visit to meet you. Of late, I find myself. He paused, frowning at the odd sensation that had gripped him the last few years. Lonely is too strong of a word. Lonely implies a need, and I have no needs. Perhaps it is a desire for contact that I'm experiencing. 
I wish to have more contact with someone. Someone who would talk to me. Someone who would care about me. Someone who... An explosive sound came from the depths of the baby's diaper.